Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Welcome to another week. We are in February, or as my nephew used to say when he was little, February. Um, glad to be with you. Glad you're here. And today's topic, today's title uh, of my podcast episode is really not a cliche. Um, 24 hours is all you have. I think we convince ourselves that there are always, there's always tomorrow, right? I know I have, and more, uh, there's more time to do something with our lives than, you know, uh, we need to do right now or take some sort of action to change our lives. We'll put that off. We, We don't need to take care of that right now. And each of us has at many points in our lives, I'm going out on a ledge and assuming this, put off things we should be doing because we have kind of justified a reason not to do what we need to do. But that's not what I want to focus on today. It's a comment. But when I talk about 24 hours being all that you have, I mean that in the most serious of senses. We all propel ourselves into the future, right? When we want some things to happen, uh, we want to feel more certain. We want to plan and control what happens. And we want to feel that we have an actual hand in creating what is to come. And to some degree, we do have a hand in what happens for us in the future. But in all reality, the only thing we can really control are five things. What we think, what we feel, what we do, what we ingest, and what we expel. Everything outside of us is out of our control. We tend to get lost in the past too. Each of us laments about things that have happened in the past, right? Past losses, missed opportunities, behavior that we wish we could redo, or words that we wish we could take back. If you live uh, either in the past or the future, my friend, you are missing out on what is of real value. The now. The, the reality is um, that all we have is now. And I'll tell you what, as much as I try to fight that <laughs> sometimes, I feel like, you know what, well, if I, if I put myself in the future, well, I, I'll create it. And there's, there's truth uh, to a degree with that. But we end, what ends up happening is when we stay there, we miss what's going on now, right? And I know you know that but do you really believe it? People who are into, who intellectually know what I just talked about, but they don't take it to heart, they, they live their lives very differently than those who really get it and who really get how precious valuing now is. Life is fleeting. Life is literally the, 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 uh, the, 
the conglomeration of moments in now. I want you to think about that. It really is dots are connected from one moment of now to the next moment of now. And all we ever have is now. Probably going to get sick and tired of me saying that, hearing that, that word now, and the 24 hours that are gifted to us today and each day. You cannot change the past and you can't orchestrate the future entirely. None of that is possible. But you can live out each day that you're gifted. And it, it is a gift. I'm telling you, you, you don't, there, there's no obligation for God or the universe to grant you another day. You are literally given a gift and given the opportunity to show up in service to source. That's why you're given an extra day. And when you are in service to source, then you get the opportunity to be in life's classroom and work on yourself. So several years ago, I was speaking with a very spiritual friend of mine, and he uses uh, prayer and gratitude to mark his mornings and evenings. This was in 2011 that, that we had connected. And, and he said that it was imperative for me to start to really develop a specific ritual at night and in the morning so that I can be grounded at night in God. Grounded in, not grounded in the morning in God. And I was like, I like it. Uh, so I asked him how he did what he did. And he taught me some of the things that he does to pay homage to time, to the present, and most importantly, to God. And as we Jewish people call God Hashem. He happens to be a deeply religious Jewish man. And so we aligned in many, many ways uh, around that. He um, studied the Kabbalah and he guided me um, to look into that and, and study that and read that. Um, Jewish mysticism, that's the Kabbalah. Uh, the Torah, which is uh, our, uh, our Bible, so to speak. That's uh, the story of the Jewish people, uh, which has prayers and such. Uh, and, and he has such an implicit relationship with God that I was, I was really awestruck. And, and I was just coming into my own relationship with God. Um, and he told me things that I, I said to him flat out, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, one of the things that he said was, uh, Janice, you're going to keep kosher at some point. Uh, you are not going to eat meat and chicken, and you're going to just eat eggs and fish. And I said, oh, hell no, that's not going to happen. Um, I was still kind of in a, um, I was still in a retaliatory phase of my life. And that was, what, 10 years ago. And uh, I was like, no way, I'm not giving up hamburgers, cheeseburgers, pizza, pepperoni, favorite pizza, all that. He's like, okay, I'm just telling you. Lo and behold, <laughs> which was very funny, uh, I think probably four years later, uh, literally within a moment, uh, I got the message from God, you're done with meat and chicken, you're done. And I was like, okay, it was done for me, interestingly enough. Uh, and... Uh, also, uh, prior to that, um, I uh, could not avoid uh, keeping kosher. I grew up that way, uh, and so it was like pretty easy for me to do. So that was part of my spiritual awakening. Uh, part of my spiritual path is to become uh, pure, purer in that way. And I knew that I needed to learn from him, and by learning from him, my life would take a turn for the better. Um, I. 
I attempted to kind of incorporate some of the things that he taught me. Um, it was, some of the things were a little challenging for me, but I did try. Um, but that is how I came to incorporate some of the teachings in my life that allow me to honor the now, the moments, this coagulation of moments, um, and really stay centered in uh, what the truth of life is, which is I'm not in charge. I'm here to be of service. I'm here to follow my guidance and I'm here to do what I'm supposed to do. And it ain't my agenda. It really is not. So the morning and nightly rituals uh, I have uh, rooted in my life and that I practice every night. I've spoken about these before. I'm going to restate them again so that if you haven't heard them, you perhaps might incorporate uh, the exact way or some variation of your own honoring of what's beyond you um, at night and in the morning. And, and I believe they will benefit you. So one of the most important things he mentioned doing at the end of my day was to offer gratitude for the things in my life. It's real simple, but it's not about just reciting, thank you for this, thank you for that. It's really being in the space of, okay, this is now time for deep gratitude. It's Like I said, it's not ordinary gratitude. It's the sincere and deep and profound gratitude to God for what your day has gifted you. So each night I say my long list of gratitudes. Um, from the socks on my feet to keep my feet warm, to the water for the sh in the shower, the clean water that I took in the morning, to my family, friends, for the things that went smoothly, and more importantly, for the challenges that showed up, that baffle me, that hurt me, that anger me, that caused me to pause and look at how I was showing up in my life, how I was thinking, what I was doing. I thank God for the physical pain that I have. Y'all know that I have a herniated disc and two bulging discs. They're never easy to deal with, and I'm in constant discomfort and pain. Uh, but I thank God for that because it means that I can feel my body. It means that my nerves are working, even though I hate how, how much they work sometimes. But it means that all of the nerves in my body are working. I'm not paralyzed. I don't have nerve damage. I'm grateful for that. I think source for the blessings in the challenges, um, even and especially when the gifts in them are very, very hard to see and definitely hard to identify because it's not time for them to be uncovered. I know that's weird to say, but I, I only because I know so many times that that I've struggled because I've been through something and, and I don't know what the higher purpose of it is. And I get my human part of me gets pissed off that I have to go through hard stuff. And then when I get past a certain point of, and, and time is just beautiful that way. Uh, I've talked a lot uh, with my clients this week about how brilliant time is when it comes to healing. Time passes and all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, that's why I went through that. I always know that that is there. That's going to be there. I just don't know the time frame that I'll be able to uncover that. So there's a gift always. I have a gratitude for my eyesight, which is far from perfect, y'all. Uh, but I get to get glasses and have contacts. I'm grateful for that. For being able to hear, feel, move, think, choose my thoughts, and every other body function that I have. I just keep offering gratitude for whatever it is that comes to mind 
until my list is done. And then I go to sleep. The point of that is to put yourself in such a state of gratitude that your vibration lifts and you're, you are reprogramming your subconscious to focus on positive so that you can't sleep. So when I wake up, the very first thing that I say as I stretch my body, I do this every morning, is I say, thank you, God, for returning my soul back to me with compassion. Abundant is your faithfulness. And for those of you who don't entirely get what that means, um, I remember hearing, and, and I may not have this uh, story correctly, uh, but this is it's, this comes from uh, the belief in, in, in the goodness of God, and this is connected to Judaism, that on God's forefinger and thumb are the two most important pieces that God offers you. I believe on the forefinger, and, and if y'all have heard differently, correct me, the forefinger is love, and on the thumb is compassion. And so when I get to wake up every day and either course correct or figure, figure things out or move forward and help people, I thank God for that because instead of shortening my life, God has had enough compassion for me to give me another day. And that the fact that he has got this abundance or she has got this abundance or it abundance of faithfulness in me to give me another day how lucky am I? And I believe that. And I say, I, I say that with absolute deep gratitude too. So that pretty much captures that. I, I, I honestly, I wake up and I say, thank God for another day. And sometimes I have shitty days. I'm like, you know what? I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to have this day, but I, I have more to do in this lifetime. So the gift of another day is, uh, is, better than I could have imagined uh, for my life every day. So I get to wake up to a new day, and that's that's uber precious to me. Uh, how lucky are we all to wake up to another day? So while you may spend your time in the future or in the past, let me tell you where the real money is, my friend. It is now. It's the moments that matter. There is no better time than the 24 hours that you've been gifted today to live in that mindset. Focus on your blessings. There are so many, even the, the smallest ones have the capacity to impact your life much more significantly than bigger ones. And remind yourself that the hardships are also blessings. They always are, even though we don't want to experience them like who does. But there's something in the hard parts of life that is kind of like it, 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 it polishes us off. We have something to give to somebody else when we've been through something difficult and we've overcome it or we've moved through it because something's going to happen we can, where, where we can offer wisdom to somebody that, that didn't have it before they met us. The experiences that are hard hold gold. So love each day as if it were your last on earth. We don't we don't really do that. There are days where I do and there are other days where I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going through the motions. There are days where I have to look at the calendar to figure out what the heck day it is. 
and there are days where I'm exhausted, but I can still love the shit out of my days. Those who know the value of each day live their lives with more love and compassion than anything else, because that is godliness. If you can do that, you have stumbled upon one of the biggest secrets to living a really good life. You take the pressure off yourself to have to do anything else but make today great. What a relief. That's all you need to do is focus on today. I hear so many stories about parents pressuring their children in ninth grade or whatever to to think about college and where you're going to go and you got to accomplish this. And it's like, no, you can think about what you'd like your future to look like, but all you got is now. Make now good, great, amazing. I hope you'll shift your perspective and Just focus on what you have right in front of you. I hope that you will still dream big for your future and do what you know you need to do to create a compelling, meaningful, and fulfilling future. But you can't do that when you aren't focused on creating a strong foundation in the present moment. It just doesn't hold up. So be happy now, not when you have a car or the house or the relationship the job, the money, choose happy now. Choose to make each 24 hours the best you can. And trust me, your life will fall exactly into the right places and exactly the way it needs to. I wish you a wonderful week, a blessed day, or a blessed day and a wonderful week. And as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.